What do you do when you've done all you can? And it seems like it's never enough. Oh, what do you say when your friends turn away and you're all alone, all alone? Tell me what do you give when you've given your all It seems like you can't make it through Well, you just stand when there's nothing left to do You just stand, watch the Lord see you Yes, after you've done all you can, you just stand. Hi there and welcome to my podcast. You are listening to 633 Daily and I'm your lovely host, Gharata Khitsane Salaledi ever so excited to be here today today is the 5th of february 2023 i actually um am the girl who likes checking how many days in and my brain is like but do the math do the math um so it's been 36 days into the year i was actually going to google it but you know safe space 36 days into the year, um, 365 days, less 36. I hope you are keeping well. I hope you are doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in and for clicking on the link wherever you found it. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for stopping by. If you are a regular listener, thank you so much for returning and listening to today's episode. A part of me when I started singing that song, it's called Stand by Donnie McCutlin. I'm not sure if I'm saying his surname right. But a part of me wanted to stop recording actually and just restart. But in the heart and space of feeling safe in this platform, I decided to continue singing. The song, I just want to read out the lyrics. Um, They say... What do you do when you've done all you can and it seems like it's never enough? And what do you say when your friends turn away and you're all alone, all alone? Tell me what do you give when you've given your all and it seems like you can't make it through. Well, you just stand. When there's nothing left to do, you just stand and you watch the Lord see you through. Yes, after you've done all you can, you just stand. And the song continues on in the chorus. It says, you just stand and be sure. Be not entangled in that bondage again. You just stand and endure because God has a purpose Yes, God has a plan. Tell me what do you do when you've done all you can. It seems like you can't make it through. Child, you just stand. You just stand. You just stand. It's an amazing song. Um... I was looking at that part in the lyrics and my brain is like, mm, but you don't know how to say this particular part. But anyways, welcome to my podcast. I actually rambled into the intro today and I'm very proud of myself. If you're only joining me for the first time, thank you so much once again for tuning in. You are ch- listening to 633 Daily, a safe space for me to share my journey with God in this season and every season. And today marks week six of consistency week six of consistency i'm so proud of myself 
um, because in the past year I actually struggled with keeping um, consistent with podcasting because Sundays would come and I'd feel so exhausted but what I've committed to myself coming into this new month and this new year and this new year (laughs) i say new year because my vision word for the year is the word new um if you're only joining me for the first time i usually since the past three years settle on a word that i will be envisioning for the year and in 2021 the word was legacy in 2022 the word was rooted and being rooted in god and that culminated i think in my life um outside of the podcast but i love the fact that it came to life and the word that i'm believing for for the year 2023 is the word new and as we step into this new month as a check-in if you're only joining me for the first time before we jump into the episode i share my thoughts share my check-in in terms of where i'm at mentally and with regards to what i've shared in the previous weeks um and today coming into today's episode i just wrote in my notepad um two thoughts that settled into my heart in the past week um especially as we ushered in the the new month um as we step into this new month i am praying for new vocabulary I believe that words are things. If you're only joining me for the first time, that was the tagline for um, my previous brand, which is Hash Time. Same podcast, same girl, but different name. Um, But I believe, I think coming into this new month, I am believing for new vocabulary. I settled on doing um, a word fast, a 40-day word fast. And these past seven days, Um, have really much been speaking to getting to a place of being aware of the words that we say and I've been literally biting my tongue especially in conversations where the general energy is to um, give the negative um, connotation of a circumstance and maybe criticize and complain or judge or just general negativity into a conversation i've literally been trying to bite my tongue um and i think in some moments i didn't do well but i think going into the rest of the fast i am praying and believing god for new vocabulary in this season so the two thoughts that i wanted to share i kind of got um uh thrown off a bit there but i wanted to just share that as context because it will actually feed into bulk of today's episode so the two thoughts that i wanted to share coming into today's episode is that um a thought actually that i got um this week i actually shared it on my instagram at khorata.slalidi where i was just reflecting on prayer and something that was impressed on my heart was I'm just going to read it as I wrote it on my book. I quote and read in your hearing. What if the purpose of prayer is for us to be changed by standing in God's presence and not necessarily about us getting what we ask? And something that I continue to say, I don't write in my notepad, but I remember saying is that what if prayer is about us staying in God's presence for us to actually hear what he wants us to pray about and I will be honest and say that I am still meditating on that word I am still meditating on that reality to say yes I have things that I am praying and believing for in this season and even thinking to seasons where I was actually literally asking to say God this is the specific thing that I need um, to realizing that even in those times there was a change that God wanted to make in me as I prayed as I ran to him and the second thought that I had I actually had today as um, I was listening to the sermon at church is about repentance and I got reminded about um, a definition that I loved and will always stay with me by Stephanie Ike i i usually say stephanie ike but it's ek she's from nigeria and she's a resident pastor at one la 
and she defined repentance as changing your mind right and like for me that simplified it so much so for me because it's a thing of i think also because there's certain areas where i'm sometimes very indecisive like for example choosing hairstyles i was actually laughing earlier today sharing it with one of my sisters to say that hey ever since i took off my full locks it's just been a struggle but i die i i i digress <laughs> but yeah repentance being changing your mind and this was in relation to what pastor matt was sharing today about um how the devil is a liar and how we need to take up a posture of a breakthrough mindset and he shared the story of david and i think also just coming into this space of requesting new vocabulary from god as as pastor matt was preaching i caught new things um from the story that i never really um would ordinarily catch or that i remember catching from the story like for example when he shared that in the interaction that david had with goliath david replied so the word reply kind of stayed with me today and i'm kind of just going to still meditate on that to say that david actually replied and had a dialogue um with this giant that thought was going to destroy him but in relation to d- repentance i thought about it to say especially with words to say that i am praying for god to usher us into a space where we repent and change our minds in terms of the words that we speak towards ourselves the words that we speak towards others and i thought that i caught as well today i think this was a conviction that god placed in my heart is to say we need to be careful when we actually now speak about other people and this was triggered by what pastor matt said about how god takes things that he created or takes um um takes things personally especially when it comes to the children of god and i just thought about it in a in a lens of in situations where maybe i was speaking about someone in a way that is not good in the sight of god and this is someone who is ordained and chosen by god am i not starting warfare with christ am i not starting warfare with god when i judge when i criticize when i speak negatively about another person what if i'm starting war with god because this is something or someone that god has ordained that god has chosen and that kind of caused the 360 change in my mind and i think going into this week when it comes to my word fast that i actually now catch my words especially with regards to speaking um about people that come into my space and how i present them before um before god if i was to put it as such right and repentance i write in my book change your mind change your mind i think going into this new week if you're only joining me for the first time my check in i think for today is to kind of just lay that foundation to say for the words that i may have spoken about anyone in my life family colleagues strangers acquaintances etc any word that i may have uttered verbally with my mouth or thought in my mind i repent and change my mind to reposition it to look at that person to look at that circumstance to look at that moment as a moment from god as something that i've been given by god and i need to treat it with honor and i think jumping into today's episode as a segue as of sorts i've decided to to title today's episode standing courageously in covenant standing courageously in covenant and something that i'm thinking about even as i'm uttering actually that's why i think i paused before saying segueing into today's episode is to also say that in as much as we may speak critically and judgmentally and sarcastically and negatively about other people i'm not perfect it happens i will be honest and say that um but 
I'm thinking about it from the lens of also saying, what if I also do this with regards to myself? And I am speaking negatively to this child who I believe is a child of God being Khorata. What if you are thinking and speaking negatively towards yourself? What if there is a need for you to actually change the self-talk? There's actually a scene in Spider-Man 3. Um, we're actually watching it earlier. And they are having this chat on the Statue of Liberty as they're waiting for the villains to come. And the first Spider-Man says to the amazing Spider-Man and said, um, why do you think you are lame? Because the amazing Spider-Man says, I'm lame. And then the first Spider-Man says to the amazing Spider-Man, um, sir, you are actually amazing. Say it to yourself, you are amazing. And it's actually a pun because he was the amazing Spider-Man in the movie that he features. But I love the fact that he said to him that we need to work on the self-talk. And maybe as a takeaway from my check-in today for myself, for you to say what kind of self-talk do you have to yourself um, what kind of conversations are you having in your in your mind? What are the words that you're allowing to linger in your brain? And also, what are the words you what are the words? Yay, the brain it, it shut down. What words? Because the grammar was wrong, I think that's why. But what words are you speaking into yourself, into your life, into the lives of others? Um, and today's episode will kind of just be centered around words in as much as we are speaking about covenant. So jumping into today's episode, I've decided to title it Standing Courageously in Covenant. Standing Courageously in Covenant. And the thematic word for today, for week six, is the word courage. Is the word courage. When I wrote the word down, the word down courage. Um, the Bible person or the person from the Bible that I think about or the character from the Bible that I think about is Joshua. In Joshua 1, I actually, all the time, I think in my virtual Bible and new version and also my physical Bible, when I read Joshua 1, the word courage always sticks out because God says it so many times to Joshua. And just to read in your hearing before I jump into the thought that I had, um, Joshua 1, 6 says, Be strong and of a good courage, for unto his, this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto thy fathers to give them. Verse 7, only that only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest verse 9 have not i commanded thee be strong and of a good courage be strong and of a good courage and the last verse in um, chapter one only be strong and of a good courage just the last part but yeah you see what i mean so basically god is speaking to joshua joshua for context if you haven't read the story is the successor to Moses, right? Moses, same guy who ushered the Israelites from Egypt. If you've watched, um, I forget the name of the movie. But anyways, that's where the um, the song came from. What is it? The, the Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey one. It's like, there can be miracles when you i'm actually gonna google it or else my brain is actually gonna fry um <laughs> so when you believe song movie i don't know how you google but my google skills are intense 
So the movie is called Prince of e- The Prince of Egypt. Just wanted to pass by there. But anyways, The Prince of Egypt shares the story of Moses and how he um, ushered the Israelites from Egypt into the promised land. But as a something that I learned actually, did you know that Moses did not make it into the promised land? Hence why... Um, enter joshua as a successor um for moses because there is just as i guess bible knowledge something that i'm learning um in the book of deuteronomy we learn about how um moses was instructed by god to speak to the rock and in that story every time it's referenced i always Um, think about how Christ is the rock and to think what if Christ was always there even in the Old Testament just a side thought but Moses is instructed by God to speak to the rock and in this is a point where the people are complaining harder than they've been because they've been complaining ever since they've left Egypt and I guess Moses is at a place of fear and he's trying to maybe prove himself to them i don't know but moses decides then to take his rod and strike the rod having strike the rock um and god being god the faithful god the water comes out but because moses did not obey what god had instructed him to actually do in that moment god took away um his I guess the opportunity for him to actually step into the promised land and Joshua was appointed as his successor. Just wanted to give context there in terms of why now God is saying to Joshua, be strong and of good courage, be strong and very courageous, be strong and of good courage, only be strong and of a good courage. And this was Joshua taking up a mantle from Moses who had been doing this for the past many, many years. I think 40 years still in that wilderness as they were making their way to the promised land. I stand to be corrected. Actually going to Google it because we are learning, right? We are learning. How many years did the Israelites spend in Egypt? Four whoa (laughs) learning moment so the israelites dwelt in egypt for 430 years and in the wilderness for 40 years actually correct right so they spent 40 years in the wilderness in search of the promised land and bt dubs these people were complaining probably every day and I don't know how God kept up with them but I think every time I listen to the story it's like it kind of relates and the symbolism to our lives to say Lorona even ourselves there are points in our lives where we are continuously complaining um, knowingly or unknowingly let me just speak to myself there are moments in my life where I sometimes feel as though I am complaining And in complaining, we see how they delayed their entry into the promised land. But God being faithful, they do make it to the promised land. Um, But Moses doesn't make it into the promised land. But what I loved is that he trusted in God, even if he didn't make it into the promised land. Because just before Joshua, Moses gives... um, blessings to these 12 tribes he gives um, them advice in terms of how they need to proceed in their relationship with God he reminds them that God is a God of mercy and of vengeance and I can imagine for Joshua having shadowed or worked under Moses that he's been learning he's been watching um, ever since all these many many years and now he has to step into this role he has seen Moses having to deal with these people complaining and God is saying step into this land where I have promised you 
right? And what I read in my notepad is that God kept his end of the deal, right? In terms of the covenant, he says still that he had promised this to Joseph's fathers, that he swore to them, swore to Abraham, swore to Moses, that he would give them the land. Um, And in Joshua, we see God fulfilling the promise of them actually stepping into the promised land i want to share something that i learned as well today we're learning a lot of bible trivia that the word joshua means the lord saves the name joshua means the lord saves and through joshua we see god fulfilling his covenant we see a a new relationship as they step into the promised land we see intentionality about the quality over the quantity as god stands and fights for his people making them victorious as they step into this new land that he had promised them so as per norm um if you're only joining me for the first time like i said i love words and i would be amiss if remiss or amiss my just google it google is my friend today we and this is in honor of actually using words right remiss yes i will be remiss um it would be remiss of me right to not define the words of the day the words in the title and i've decided to define the words stand courage and covenant stand courage and covenant and it's funny that i didn't include the word new not so funny but i couldn't i think i couldn't incorporate it into today's title but that's okay that's okay um (laughs) Um, But in defining the word stand, um, I actually wrote in my book that I would open with the song that I shared to say that um, what do you do when you've done all you can and it seems like you can't make it through. And the definition for the word stand is to have or maintain an upright position supported by one's feet. I heard something that blew my mind today um, from our team leader in the prayer team. She said, we will not bow. That's what she said. We will not bow. And this was in conversation where we were praying over one of our team members' legs. And she said, we are standing and claiming healing and we will not bow to the devil. Right. And in not praying and not believing that god will heal it is a form of surrendering if you were listening to my previous episode surrender was also stopping to resist the enemy it would be a form of surrender to the devil to say that he has won but she said we will not bow and that was the the thing that i thought about when the words stand the definition when i wrote down the, de- the first definition of the word stand to say to be in an upright position to say when we when we bow obviously we are moved from that standing position to a lower level right and that actually moves me into the second definition of the word stand so to stand is also defined as to be situated at It actually said to be situated in a particular place or position. This is the Oxford Dictionary. And I think about it in that sense to say that in that moment where God was saying to Joshua, be strong and of good courage, he was doing a shift, if I was to say, for him to say, move away from the mental state that you are in, where you may feel weak, where you may feel at a lower position being a weakness to a more strengthened position in this in the presence of god where you are strengthened i believe that when he said be strong and of good courage it was him calling him back to him to say return to me 
where the strength and where the courage comes from. And the word courage is defined as the ability to do something that frightens you. The ability to do something that frightens you. And I can imagine like for Joshua having to take up such a um, a big task um, that Moses had to carry for all those 40 years. And now he's stepping into a new land, a promised land that before actually... Um, context Moses actually sent people to go look at the land and they went there and they said in that land that the land is good it's beautiful it's everything that God had designed for us but they are giants and we looked like insects as compared to the men that are in that land and you can imagine that Joshua probably had a bit of fear when he thought about going into that land but when God encourages him and says be strong and of good courage everything is not as it seems because God already sees God is bigger than even the giants if at all they were giants I'm not sure actually I'd have to read on and remind myself if indeed they were giants but either way it was incredible it was say the English, hey? It was not consequential, inconsequential. Anyway, I'm not sure if I'm using it right, but I think so. But it's, it was inconsequential to them actually thriving in the land that God had designed for them. And I think maybe posturing myself and applying it to my life to say that whatever circumstance that I might be facing in the land that I am in currently. If it is what God has destined for me to receive, um, it is inconsequential that there's a giant in that place, in that land, if it is indeed the land that God has promised me to um, take while on the earth. If it is indeed the territory that God is saying, I need to claim in this season. Another definition of courage that I liked and that I'm going to actually be meditating on is the definition that says courage is strength in the face of pain and grief. Courage is the strength, is strength in the face of pain and grief. And something that I was thinking about, I think as a an a contrast to the first definition is to say that um, the last thing that you'd want to hear is for someone to say to you be strong and of good courage especially when you're going through it i'll be honest to say for the moments where i was going through it even as i'm going through it currently if someone was to say to me um be strong and of good courage i would actually turn away and walk away silently because wow it would be the last thing I'd want to hear. But something that I'm learning right now is that God is in the business of speaking life. God is in the business of speaking life. And he was doing the same with Joshua. He was reminding him um, his posture of how to stand in the season that he had placed in him. I actually like how that came out. God is reminding Joshua how to stand and the posture is one of strength and of courage. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. And the question for us today is, which areas do we need courage? Which areas do we need to change our posture and take up the posture of strength and courage? And the courage that doesn't come from ourselves, I don't think there's any, you know, there's any organ any spiritual um, like component in our spirit man that can actually produce courage but courage comes from God so I think going into this week something that we should remind ourselves is that God is saying to us in Matthew 7 7 ask and it shall be given unto you and if it's a declaration that you need to speak to yourself, like God is saying, I'd actually want to pray this over myself to say, be strong and of good courage in that particular area where I need courage. And as an encouragement to you as well, as we get into this week to say, here's to learning how to speak life over yourself. Here's to, if you don't know the words to speak, picking up the Bible and reading and speaking and declaring the words of God over yourself and waiting and seeing what that word will do in your life because I believe that it will not return to you void as the word of God says. And 
lastly the word i'd love to define is the word covenant and then slowly segue into the last part and close today's episode um the word covenant right and given that today's episode i'm just reflecting on the power of words and what we say and speak over ourselves i i'm looking at actually the word covenant in that sense to say in a covenant a covenant is made up of words even in the bible when god is giving us his promises when god is speaking to joshua when god was speaking to moses when he told him to go and deliver the israelites from pharaoh there were words right and i'm actually reminded of how moses said to god but i can't speak i won't be able to speak to pharaoh and god I think probably got angry at that point to say that because he had said that but I'm the one who formed your lips right I am the one who formed your lips I'm trying to look for the the verse I don't think I'll be able to find it I don't think I'll be able to find it that is probably probably an exodus I just actually want to read it I'm just going to read it. I am going to read it. I am going to read it. Yes, there we go. Found it. So in Moses in Exodus 3 Exodus 3 verse 11 and Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee when thou has brought forth the people out of Egypt. Um I'm looking for where God speaks about his leaders. I can't find it. I'm actually just skimming through my Bible right now. Um but trusted Google um trusted google when moses said he can't speak god responds god responds about mouth verse <laughs> yes so exodus 4 see as a whole chapter behind google is my friend guys So Exodus 4:10 I'm just going to read it in your hearing and Moses said unto the Lord O my Lord I am not eloquent neither hear hear to for nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant but I am not I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue and the Lord said unto him who has made man's mouth or who maketh the dumb or deaf or the seeing or the blind have not i the lord now therefore go and i will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say now therefore go and i will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say Matthew, that's exodus 4:12 that's actually amazing i love that and in reflecting on covenant and thinking about the power of that agreement or that relationship or that pact or promise it lies in the words that are in that agreement and i love how in this interaction with moses god is saying to him that i will be with your mouth see i think going into going back to the new vocabulary what i'm catching is i'm catching these small nuances that i've never caught right I actually didn't know that God said that he will be with his mouth right and he will teach him the words that he will say and i think the it kind of actually leads me perfectly into the question that i wrote in my notepad to say 
What words should be in our mouths instead of judgment, criticism, sarcasm, and negativity? And given that it's a new month and it's it's a month where I am praying for new vocabulary, I will be reflecting on that. And on day seven of the word fast, I just wanted to share actually they shared Proverbs nine ten where um in trying to answer this question to say what words um should be in our mouths and it was the answer would be the wisdom of god and where is the wisdom of god the wisdom of god is found in the fear of the lord all right i'm just gonna read proverbs 9 10 so in inquiring to god which words he's going to put in our mouths it is the wisdom that comes from him. So Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. And that stood out to me, actually just wanted to share that in speaking about courage, um and more so to the definition of doing something that frightens you right and that fright comes from the word fear but i love the fact that proverbs 9 10 introduces a holy kind of fear a fear and reverence to this god that created us and a fear and reverence to this god who had a whole plan of salvation to send christ to die for us on the cross a whole um, loving God who had promises and promised us even before we were created. A whole God who in us showing this fear comes with new words, a new vocabulary that are filled with praise and thanksgiving. Like if you take a moment to really just think about, even if it's just one circumstance where you can actually give a testimony where God moved in your life, I believe that the words that will come out of your mouth will be only words that are filled with praise, will be only words that are filled with thanksgiving. And going into this week, I just want to share how for me, I am hoping to be more intentional about speaking words of praise and adoration to God as a way of standing courageously in this covenant and in this relationship that I have with him. So I share here three key questions that I'm going to be asking myself. And the first question is, does this bring God praise? The second question is, does this bring God glory? The third question is, does this add to the kingdom of God? And I just want to quickly read, I'm just going to read through what I've written under each question, just being mindful of time and I'll expand where um, I feel I should. Um, but in reflecting on words and just how we're we're leaning off of the hope of repenting and changing our minds and changing our words as we go into this new week i am going to be asking myself if the words that i'm about to say even before i say them to ask if these words bring god praise i read and i quote from my notepad i caught a thought when pastor matt talked about how god takes it personally when it comes to his own and what I'm asking myself is, am I grieving God by the words that I speak over myself? Even before I think about the words that I um, speak to God, just reflecting and repenting on the words that I've said before in the past, if we were to think about words as immortal and to say that a word that was spoken over you might still be alive, a word that you have spoken over yourself might still be alive, have I grieved God in the words that I've spoken over myself and in posturing myself to give God praise if the words do not give bring God praise then I will not say them and secondly does this bring God glory and the thought that I caught um, when I wrote the word glory 
is the definition in Exodus 33 verse 11 to 23 where Moses is having an interaction with God and Moses said to God, show me your glory. And I write in my notepad, goodness passed by Moses. And God says in Exodus that I will make my goodness pass before you and proclaim the name of the Lord. I actually want to read it as it is in the Bible. So I'm just going to go quickly to Exodus 13. Exodus 33 actually verse 18 to 23. 18 reads in your hearing and he said I beseech thee show me your glory. This is Moses to God. 19 and he said I will make all my goodness pass before thee and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy and quote and going into this week um, I will share actually my posture just from this interaction with Moses to say that God said his glory is the goodness the mercy the grace um, that he decides to show on who he shows um, but just that goodness to say are the words that i'm saying good um, is this something that is good is it something that i can say before god and if i can't then i will not say it and lastly does this add value to the kingdom of god right and in going into this week i will be mindful of the conversations that i have the posts that i make on social media the words that i actually say verbally how i say them the tone the intonation the actions the thoughts and something i write in my notepad is the posture is to repent praise give thanks and repeat repent praise give thanks and repeat what I write as well is that I'm grateful for the plan of salvation today because through Christ, I am redeemed from the destruction that I would have faced from the words I've said in the past, either that I've spoken to myself or spoken into other people's lives. Um, and what I write as well is that faith, I'm praying and believing for faith and action to have the courage to speak life-giving words and add to the kingdom of God. End quote. So as we come to the close of today's episode, I'm actually trying to keep my episodes under 45 minutes and we're at minute 47, but it's all, it's all right, it's all right. <laughs> so I just want to share Philippians 4 verse 8, Philippians, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, the Romans, Philippians 4 verse 8. So the whole, I think as I was planning for today's episode, it was actually ringing in my heart to say, what do I replace in the place of judgment, criticism, sarcasm, negativity, etc. Things that do not serve and could possibly be grieving the Holy Spirit. Philippians 4, 8, I read in your hearing says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. And for me going into this week, I'm just going to change that last part to say, speak on these things and i can imagine i guess in terms of the process the thought comes first before i say the word so changing my mind and repenting i love it i actually love that definition changing my mind and replacing it with all of these so that i can change my words ultimately as a last thought closing today's episode and standing courageously in covenant is to say that God takes it personally. Watch the words that we speak over ourselves. We need to watch the words that we speak over ourselves because we are speaking to a creation of God and God takes that personally. Let us not be in agreement with words that do not have truth and let us take up a posture where we are able to pray 
the word of God over ourselves. And as a closing prayer for myself and for you, I just want to read Isaiah 54, 17 as a prayer going into this new week. I declare and decree over myself, over my friends, over my family, over you, my dear listener, to say that no weapon formed against you no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you shall condemn this is the inheritance of the servants of god and their righteousness is of me says the lord i declare and decree once again that no weapon that is formed against you this week shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you shall condemn this is the inheritance of the servants of the lord and their righteousness is of me says the lord declaring and speaking over you restoration that god will restore whatever the devil steals whatever weapons he forms whatever arrows come your way that they will not prosper in jesus name thank you so much for tuning in i believe that today was in true form in terms of my podcast in terms of rambling into the episode but i love how it came together in the end i'd love to take a moment to thank all my new listeners thank you so much for tuning in if you are a returning listener thank you so much once again for supporting and stopping by you have been listening to 633 daily and i am your lovely host i hope that god's grace i hope that may god's grace locate you and may his ah it's gone there's a phrase that i usually say may god's yes favor may god's grace locate you and may his actually may his favor locate you and may his grace sustain you throughout the week there's a mental block over there um but thank you so much once again and have an amazing week ahead